Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part four in our conversation on disagreement. We hope you enjoy. Yeah, so it's, it's not about disagreement is not a, I guess, a proclamation that if I disagree with you, you're a bad person. Or if you disagree with me, I'm a, you're not saying I'm a bad person. So this whole idea that if I have a disagreement with somebody, then we just can't talk anymore is just crazy. Because like you won't be able to talk to anybody because nobody agrees 100% with you. Yeah. And I think we have, to, we have to recognize that we are in a context. And the context that we're in is a, you know, a democratic society that's built on, like in America, that's built on the idea you know, of the free marketplace of ideas that that people can are free, literally like free is the key word there, but are free to believe. Um, and as much as is possible, live as they choose to, right? Um, you know, I I I'm not advocating or wouldn't advocate for like a theocracy or a system of government in which, you know, like we the the government literally is religious. Like I'm not advocating for that. And um because of that, because we live in a market in a free marketplace of ideas, um, we, how do we want to be treated in our beliefs? Right? How do I want to be treated? And it kind of go. And, and the reason I'm saying this is because you, you just you sparked my my thinking in terms of just that you know treating treating your neighbor as you want to be treated. And how do I want to be treated? Well, what about the person that disagrees with me? Um, I, I need to treat them the same way that I want to be treated even if we don't agree about everything and we won't, and we have to, we have to live. I, I think that we have to live our lives assuming that we're going to be interacting with people all the time that don't agree with us. And that doesn't mean that we have to be mean to them or angry at them. Um, because at the end of the day, right? Like we, we wouldn't, we're only being angry with them. Like you said, because oftentimes because they don't see the world the way we do. Well, a sure way to guarantee that they are going to continue to disagree with your worldview is to be very mean, angry, and contentious with them. I'm sure. I'm, I, I doubt that being angry, mean, and contentious with somebody is ever going to convince them that your way is better or different. Um, Why would they even want to be on your side if that's the way you treat them? Exactly. So, you know, if you do think you're so right, um, there there's a way to go about that that might be better, that might be a bit more approachable. Um, rather than using anger and fear as a means to get there. And so, because even going to Jesus, right? Um, you use the word love. I mean, the, the, the word love used in the Greek often in the New Testament is the word agape, which is, is, a different, is a different kind of love than I think a lot of us use when we talk about love in our, in our society now. Um, you know, when Jesus talked about love, often it was a sacrificial kind of love, um, the kind of love that he talks about God giving to us, God extending to us, which is the kind of love that's like, I love you so much that I'm willing to give of myself, that I'm willing to sacrifice of myself for your betterment. And there's something powerful to that. There's something unique to that kind of love. And if we were to embody that kind of agape love with each other, um, how much more rich and fruitful and how much more unified might we be? How much more attractive, even if if we believe as Christians we're right, right? How much more attractive would even Christianity be if we embodied that agape love with one another? 
versus a um, I'm right, everyone else is wrong, and I'm going to um, I'm going to you you know prove that point through force. I don't you know historically I don't know that that ever goes well and really changes the hearts of people. Yeah, I agree, and I think the a good like there's been a whole lot of, we've we've talked an awful lot so far about kind of some bigger some bigger ideas um, and why and what I mean uh, like how we go about disagreeing without demonizing somebody or uh, I guess isolating ourselves from other thoughts uh, from other ways of thinking is this seeking to understand that Paul that we kind of that Paul was talking about at the very very beginning of this conversation um, it's really hard to be afraid and hate somebody who you know really well because you know they're you know like their ticks their why they're coming where they're coming from what really frustrates them and why instead of just like these bigger ideas like what like uh, Roe v Wade abortion is a very is a hot button issue because we make often oftentimes people on either side will make pretty crazy assumptions about the people who disagree with them. Yeah. Where I personally think having friends who uh, have worked for Planned Parenthood and also having uh, family members who've worked at uh, pregnancy care centers, both people care deeply about things, care deeply about women. And it's one of those things where I wouldn't know that if I didn't know these people or work to understand them well. So being able to disagree with somebody and still see them as a person and not like this, like because I don't agree with somebody doesn't mean I can't be friends or I have to end the relationship. It's, there's a lot, it's a lot more complicated and we have to show grace. And if someone's like, well, I just don't want to put the effort into showing someone grace or working to think about it. Like that's a, that might be something you should take a look at um, because we, are following this guy, Jesus, who day in and day out shows us grace and love and forgiveness, knowing we're going to disagree with him in the way we live. Like day in and day out, every time we sin, we're living in disagreement with who, who Jesus is. And yet he still shows us grace and forgiveness. And that's what we are called to do with those who disagree with us. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part five in our conversation. We'll see you then.